What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio. We're talking how to fix drug scandals. We're going to do a quick review of that next week. But on today's episode, Tim and I have some fun fun conversation. We chop it up. Uh, we review our weekends, our quarantine life, things that are going on, workouts. Uh, my RLE, I talked about struggling with my home workouts, actually. Um, but before that, I get into some different insights from Gary V. Uh, he's doing his Tea with Gary right now for quarantine and talked about uh, negative people projecting uh, their own emotions. So we have an interesting interesting discussion there. We go through our RLEs and then end with our, uh, as always, famous book talk. So I talk about the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss and the importance of uh, business owners using elimination to add more productivity and efficiency and honestly saving uh, money with that as well in their everyday uh, activities with their business. So Tim, where do you take us today? Yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed our conversation about the at-home exercise routines because mm -hmm. I think it's it's a funk that a lot of people are probably in right now. And yep. I enjoyed kind of sharing some of our practices about what we're doing at all, with, with our at-home routines. So good conversation there. And then one, one thing that I've really been enjoying a lot lately is uh, stock market research. I've been buying some stocks using the Robinhood app, um, having some fun with that. And if you're in a position where you're, you're trying to, to get more into the stock game and pick some companies that you want to invest in with that uh, with that stimulus check you just got, you never know. If you want to play around with some stocks, who knows? I give you three companies that I've been investing in heavily the last month, uh, last couple months actually, amid all the pandemic stuff. So definitely enjoyed that conversation. I've, I've been nerding out a little bit on the stock market research, so bear with me there. Mm -hmm. I don't get too deep into the weeds, but uh, it was a good conversation there. And then in book talk, I talked about Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. He talks about uh, two gifts that every single human being has within inside of them to achieve what they want to achieve. So we'll talk about those two things. Uh, very good conversation today. It was good to get back uh, onto the Zoom account and, and get, get some good conversation going here. 100%. Yeah, I know you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Without further ado, episode 125. Let's go down. I was going to say, so you were back home. When did you get yeah. back? Yeah, I went home for Easter. Um, and I got back on Wednesday, so I went up nice. there on Friday. So it was like five days. Yeah, five nice. days. Good meals? Uh, oh, absolutely. We we ordered food from a local joint one night, but then cooked the rest, which I was not mad about at all. Very nice. Did you yeah. have a, a favorite meal from the week or weekend that you liked the best, or were they all pretty uh, I got a fit. Uh, they're all good. Dude, Carol, yeah. oh. Carol can. It's tough to choose. That's a tough, yeah. He shakes. She whips it. And bakes. Yeah. Um, no, we, uh, one of my favorite things, new favorites that she added on was, uh, you do, was Hasselback potatoes. So you Hasselback. can use okay. Hasselback. Yeah. You can use Yukon Gold. You can use Russet, whatever. So she was using Yukon Golds and what you do. And usually, you know, maybe you put like a, a spoon under the potato or something, but you cut, uh, you slice in the potato, but not all the way through. So it's still mm -hmm. connected at the bottom. So that's why you can use a spoon or something, but you don't want to damage your knife either. And your oven's at 425. Slice your your potatoes. Um, you can do a mixture. You can do either or olive oil and butter. So you kind of use a brush and you brush that on the potatoes, some salt, pepper, some paprika. You put those in the oven for like 40 minutes. Take them out. You brush it again with the butter or oil or both. And mm -hmm. then throwing back in for another 20. Oh, dude, 
game changer potatoes. What an excellent visual you just created for Game changer potatoes. That is great. What's up, potato, son? Gotta, gotta love those Yukons. Yukon Golds is the shit, bro. Like, Facts. russets are good. I've found russets are good if you want to do, like, fries with them. Okay. Okay. Uh, sweet potatoes, they get done a lot quicker. So if I'm doing a mm-hmm. mixed pan of, like, homemade fries where I just slice potatoes, throw them in the oven, I'll usually have to take the sweet potatoes out before the russets if I'm doing a mixture. Sweet potatoes, they just quick, they cook faster. Mm. For those of you at home, if you're trying to make those, that was a, that's a pretty good distinction there. Yeah, is you know. There, is, is there anything, wait, I was going to ask, is there anything you like to put on your sweet potatoes better than anything, like that extra addition you put on at the end? If I'm anything? doing, I like cinnamon on sweet potatoes. Yeah. And yeah. cinnamon is like, it's good for you, good for your gut too, but mm-hmm. cinnamon is good. Um, I'm no yeah. foreigner to just some pink salt and some pepper, dude. Salt and pepper, mm. it's simple, but it's effective as shit. So, mm. yeah, don't shy away from just some salt and pepper. Yeah. A little paprika if you want color. Won't really add too much flavor, but colors it up. Can't forget about the ketchup either. Oh, my God. So, no, <laughs> you need some potatoes with your ketchup, Tim. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's the proper put it on the side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole thing is under ketchup. Hey, it's it makes it look aesthetic for the Instagram, right? Isn't that what people do? <laughs> they, they like to make make it so the sauce goes across everything. You should do a side by side comparison. I'm gonna put a survey on your Instagram of Yeah, survey get the poll going. Ketchup on the side or over the top of all the food. What what are you on board with? You know, what what team are you? Mm-hmm. Routine. I mean, it's a it's a mood type of thing. If it's like that Saturday morning breakfast where you're a little groggy, but you're like really hungry, you're just trying to eat efficiently. That's when you kind of put it over everything, just so you can eat it all at once, you know? Oh man! <laughs> See, we haven't gone out to eat in so long. That I know, right? We're losing touches. <laughs> we're losing touches. Yeah. Gar- garden table. As soon as we can get back out again. Oh, dude. Or mamas. One of those. Both. Let's do it in the same day. I was, uh, or at least same weekend, back to back. Yeah, I was reading something on uh, the Pacers Instagram account, and they were saying how Demontis Sabonis, his favorite breakfast joint in Indianapolis, is Garden Table, but it's the one downtown. They also have another uh, one downtown. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you knew that. Yeah, I haven't been to that one. I saw there were two. Me neither. Me neither. I haven't been to that one. But yeah, but yeah, dude, good good weekend. Good weekend for you too. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't get. As much done. Well, I shouldn't say that. I got some stuff done that I did mm-hmm. not want to do. Mm-hmm. So, like doing my book notes. So, for the book listeners notes, that nice. don't know, Tim and I, we take uh, notes on everything that we read. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. We haven't talked about it in a while, but there's a thought of compiling everything to where. Maybe we give you 10 sets of book notes in a month. You don't have to read 10 different books. It's just it's the, the real meat and potatoes, the gold out of each book. So we take our notes, and it helps me just kind of go back through it again, write it down, see it one more time about the right, real, right. you know, the stuff I highlight. And I don't always enjoy doing those, not going to lie. Sometimes it's just tedious, and I don't like tedious things. That's why I like that Ikea dresser right there. There we go. Looks uh, nice, by the way. Thanks, Looks man. Nice. Thanks. I got Joe Rogan on top of it. So yeah, I was trying to read which interview that is. I oh, can't that's read with uh, Chris D'Elia, and then Brian Callen oh, comes nice. in. Like I watched a little bit of his. In. I watched a little bit of his uh, Netflix special. Oh, you didn't watch the whole thing, dude? 
uh, I didn't get get through all of it. But keep, but hey, no, for real though, on the book notes thing. Uh, yeah, I feel I I feel that though. Uh, sometimes it can get uh, tiring just taking notes after them. One one thing that I think we should we should already be developing. I've already started a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Is, is not only doing like a, a com- compilation of notes takeaways, but also do like an action plan journal that people can go through and like write. So like, mm. depending on what type of content you're getting from the book, one thing maybe you can do to freshen it up when you're jotting the notes down is like ask yourself questions about the material that you can like answer through like action in your day, like something yeah. that you gotta apply in your day. Ask like reverse engineer a question from the book. And so that you can like write it out. And that's one thing we could potentially do as well is like have like a journal, a guided journal for how to win friends and influence people, a guided journal for 80, 20 principle, stuff like that, that makes it like easier for people to like go through and like answer more like intentional questions about how they can apply it rather than just copying it down Mm -hmm. for those people. Yeah. No, I like that because then not only do you read it, then you have to, you have to read with comprehension. Right. So yeah. you can't just skim over it like, you know, how many times it's like, oh, I read that page, but I didn't really read that page. Yeah. So now it's you have to read to understand and comprehend. And then now you have to create a question or something where it challenges you to rethink about that. So I remember sometimes in, in school, uh, some of our friend groups, you'd go to someone and be like, oh, how the studying for that test go? Oh, went well. Okay. Um, what was your favorite and least favorite thing about that chapter or something like that to get the person like, uh, it's like, yeah, dude, you need to think about it. And, mm. and when we started doing that, that was some nice accountability because accountability sustains us. Um, no, that's not right. Fuck that up. Anyway, <laughs> it's all good. Hey, fundamental to all commitments. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a while since freshened up on the notes. Yeah. Pretty I've pretty not fresh. been a pledge in what, almost eight years. Yeah. Uh, so I get what you're saying though, but yeah, to, so you have to understand it. So I like that adding a question to where, you know, maybe it's a few like simple ones of what's one thing you can do today or this week for your business or whatever yeah. the book might be geared around or like what one thing he, out of, you know, this part of the book can you incorporate into your daily activities? Yeah. So. And like we we do this already in this aspect of it, but in how to win, win friends and influence people when they talk about remembering people's names. Mm-hmm. Uh jot down all the names of th- just three people you met this week. Yeah. And like facts about them, like whether that's in your phone or in the journal whatever. That's something that we I mean, you can do every day. It's yeah. It's, it makes it so much easier to like remember things. Do names <sighs> names are so important to remember, I think. Yeah. Like Especially, you know, we were talking about our favorite breakfast spots. No, uh, no free ads. Shout out Good Morning Mamas and Garden Table. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but, you know, whether it's breakfast, it's you're at a bar getting, you know, you're getting dinner, whatever, you know. I, I think it's, and we've read this plenty, but it's good to know your waiter or wait- waitress's name. Mm-hmm. Because then it's, it's like, look, they're just doing a different job. Not that they aren't people because I've been with some where it's like, yeah, I'll, uh, it's like address them. You know, they ask you how you're doing, you know, can I get you started with anything? It's like, oh, I'm good. Thanks. Like, how are you? Like, it's still a normal person with a normal conversation. It's just a different, mm-hmm. they have a different 
employer as you do or a different job than you do. So, and people enjoy hearing their own name. Like nothing yeah. sounds sweeter than your own name. Like I go, Hey Tim, how you doing? Sounds yeah. pretty good, dude. It sounds good. Like, Hey Tim, Hey Tim, how you doing? You know, it really does. And Tim, thanks for the Coke. Hey, Hey, thanks for the Coke. Slager Sizzleson. Nice shot. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's the thing. Uh, the law of authority persuasion mm. principle. So the persuasion book by uh, Dr. Cialdini talks about one of the ways you influence people is through authority. And because you know someone's name, authority means you have knowledge about something. So when you know, when you have knowledge about someone's name, it carries on just an extra importance when you say their name and, and say something to someone. It's mm. going to mean a lot more than what you're saying when you place their name in front of it. So Yeah. yeah and, and it tells them like, oh, they were actually listening to me. Right. Like, not just like trying to respond with something to, to fill the space. So yeah, that's one thing I really try to pride myself on is knowing names of, of waiter or waitress, bartender, whatever. And, and just, you know, give the, yeah, I appreciate you, you know, like just what you're doing. I appreciate it. I know it's just a job for you, but it's a, a good service for me too. So. Right. God, I miss going out to breakfast. I was going to Uber eats. Um, first watch today but it's not available oh, oh no. that's surprising i was a little bummed and i was yeah. a little surprised think they too. would you would think you would think that. everyone would be trying to do the delivery game right now but right i don't know the well, strategies behind some unless unless i need to go on their actual website and maybe they're shipping it on their own i don't know mm-hmm. well i guess you can kind of simulate going out to breakfast right now you can just order to go go to the park and eat it with your friends. That's fair. <laughs> six feet, six feet apart, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, eat it with all your friends. Like, hey, how's yours? It's getting a little cold, but not bad. How are you doing? Hey, can you pass the ketchup? No, Tim has it. Oh, okay, all right. Hey, Tim, can you pass the ketchup? Hey, it's already gone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. You slide it behind your bench. What ketchup, bitches? I love it. Not on the side. The whole plate. Uh, yes. What you gotta pay respect to the restaurants that just like to ration out in like little cups on the side. Like you can just tell they're trying to trying to manage their expenses on that that ketchup line item. So yeah, yeah. dude, seriously, it's like yeah. Wonder how much condiments like per annum could cost like a given a given restaurant. Yeah. Like, what's your condiment line say on your balance sheet? How much is that? Like olives, olives, like miscellaneous. Bread, bread, yeah, bread. Especially if it's nice, but like a baguette, you know, it's it's good fresh bread. Chips for Mexican restaurants. Yeah, chips. Where is it? It's Condados. No free chips and salsa. Right. Yeah, too <laughs> greedy with it. That's just. I'm gonna walk the three blocks the other way and go to La Piedad for free chips and salsa. I mean, they probably took a look at how much business they still get and how. I mean, it's just one of those pe- things people just need to have, and they're just going to keep buying it. it. It must, it must be worth it to them to keep it extra. I guess it is. They do have good guac, though, too, man. That's the thing. Like they've got, yeah. they back it up. They back it up. <laughs> they do. Ah, oh, sons of bitches. Uh, but yeah, so I saw this uh, other interesting thing. Gary V. You know he's doing that tea time with Gary. Right yeah, now. I was just watching that a little bit ago. 
Yes. So there was one he did with this girl and she was, the, the premise was people throwing a bunch of shade, right? People just hating, throwing salt. And what she was doing was getting, she was fundraising money to make care packages for healthcare workers. So maybe that had some of the protection equipment. Maybe that had, I don't know, whatever would be safe enough for her to package and send to a bunch of healthcare workers. So she wasn't keeping any of it. And, you know, she was still getting hate on for it. And so Gary V was saying how right now, I mean, anytime, but especially now people are projecting. So whatever, you know, maybe the person that said, Oh, this is a stupid idea or no, you're definitely keeping some of the money. Maybe one of those people lost a job. They lost a family member, you know, some type of loved one. Maybe someone's in the hospital. Maybe they're just really, really scared. I, I don't know. But he was saying how people project. And he's like, so let's get back to it. You're taking the compliments with too much weight and you shouldn't take either. So now you're taking the opposite with too much weight. And, you know, if you know Gary Vee and, and his stuff, he he preaches about this all the time. But his big thing now is don't give weight to either because um, mm-hmm. it's quiet. There's no compliments. There's no hate. He goes, it's all don't quiet. Get too, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was a good perspective because, you know, that's something I think everyone's always going to have a problem with. And not that I've dealt with that much yet, but sure, I'm sure there will be things that are going to sting. But then it's like, okay, when someone says, hey, nice job, it's like, okay, I'm just – I'm doing what I want to be doing. So it is good work, but time to keep moving. So yeah, just interesting perspective on not giving way to certain things, especially compliments. Cause you know, we want to feel good. We want to be wanted and appreciated and know that we're doing a good job and we want that pat on the back. And it's like, you're not always going to be at that place anymore. Mom and dad aren't always there. And Hey, right. good job. Good job. Right. You and, know, you're and on if, your own. Real world doesn't, doesn't give a fuck who you are. Exactly. And the thing about those negative com- uh, the negative comments, the negative stuff, is like it's not it's not necessarily the f- the feedback that's behind it, but like the motive behind the feedback. And like mm-hmm. when you when you talk about projecting, like those people that are hating on you or like putting you down in some way, I mean, they're hurting somewhere inside them, and they, that's how they they deal with that is projecting that towards others. So I also like what Gary Vee says about having empathy towards those people, and like. When, when they they hate on you like try to see it from why why they're bringing that and and feel bad i mean you, you almost got to feel bad for someone like that um mm-hmm. but just use it use it as something that makes allows you to work harder and turn negative emotion like that into something positive so i guess I like yep. that and and funny enough i had a conversation with my mom about having certain types of compassion when it's tough so I felt in a prior job that my character was put in question. And to me, I'm like, you know, I'm a lot of things. A liar isn't one of them. So that one just kind of stung when it was after everything came out that came out. I was like, man, I didn't know any of this was an issue. And, you know, I've done a lot of things where you've trusted me with a lot more than, than what you're making a big deal over. And it wasn't even what you thought, but there was other, other things filling his balloons. And my mom gave this good analogy there were other outside negative happenings where there wasn't just helium in the balloon. Other things got in there. And so that was, that was filling them up. And then, 
you know, you just get enough when it pushes you to favor the other stuff, not just the good healing. So mm-hmm. she was like, you know, you, you have every right to be mad, but now is the time to where you need to feel compassion. You know, who knows what's happening on that end too. And it's like, don't diminish you being pissed off, but you know, respond accordingly. Cause there's gotta be compassion behind that to where it's, you know, maybe no malicious intent, but understanding that, yeah, it's not, it's not like it's sunshine and rainbows for everyone right now either. Mm-hmm. So, and, and people live off of their prior experiences. So you can't fault someone for leaning on a certain crutch if they've been backed into a certain corner already and things look and feel similar in their mind. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. we start to play that wandering game and we, we make the movies, right? We, we run the movie in our head of, of what isn't even happening yet. So yeah, I had dude, good talks with my mom. She like coaches me for a good session every time I see her. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, she's like, it's, she's it's like she, always, she always knows what to say. Yeah. She kind of straightens me out. Uh, and I know when I need it. So I'll just tell her like, Hey, you know, I need to get, need to get coached on this a little bit and she'll, she'll bring some heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure it's, good to go back home for a little bit and, and, and have some good conversations with them, mm-hmm. with both your yeah. parents. And yeah, it was fun. Get that refresh. I'm, I'm sure you're feeling refreshed, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and got some good work done on my coaching business too. So mm-hmm. I've been really working on creating my online programs to where my preference is to one-on-one coach people. I think that that's the most benefit, but that's not cheap either. So I'm like, okay, what can I do to make something that other people can buy where it's not cookie cutter, where you can still make it specific to individuals. And it's like the next best thing outside of one-on-one coaching. So I figured I'm going to try to start with three programs, uh, um, muscle building, weight loss, and uh, like maintenance and balance. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've thought about how I'm going to release things because I might just do a whole like little guide on how to find your maintenance calories, how to track, how to, you know, what I use to calculate the different ways you can and do that separately. So it's not in the plan. Cause that'd just be, I don't want to give people too much. So now I'm getting a little more fine tuned detailed with that. Um, so I did that a lot at home. So I got two of those programs done and I have one more to finish, but I think this week is also dedicated towards finding what website provider I want to use. Mm-hmm. A lot of good ones out there. Squarespace, WordPress, yeah, thing. a lot of good ones. Because I can't write code or anything, but you know what? I'm trying to figure out what is a good one for price-wise as well as, okay, purchasing things directly from the site and, yeah. and it, building it. So It depends on what your goal is with your business. Like There's better ones that are just, like for blog style. There's better ones. There's ones that are better for e-commerce. It just depends on what you're going for. Mm-hmm. But so, I mean, I'm sure you'll find that out as you do, do the research. But it it sounds like you you've got a pretty organized uh, structure and game plan behind it, which is good because it all starts with organization and structure. Like not only with the website and what you're going to put on it, but also what goes into your plans and making it framing it in a way that's easy for people to digest and understand. And that all yeah. starts with organization. And it sounds like you're moving in that direction, which is good. Yeah, I uh, I started doing that because I was focusing. I was taking too much time on the the little stuff that is important, but not like essential. So 
for example, I was, I was worrying, worrying too much about the name. Can't talk. Um, so I don't have a name yet. And I, I sent my parents cause they're good. They have their own businesses, marketing, all that. And, uh, I was like, Hey, any of these jump out? And I sent them my top three and like, eh, nothing really jumped out. So I don't know how I'm really feeling about any of them. So I'm just going to keep working on everything else and something will come. Yeah. So, that's probably uh, a good way to do it. Yeah. And I don't want to take too much time dwelling over that when I can be moving on something else like that. You can't force it. It'll come. So that's kind of how I'm attacking that. But yeah. It's a good way to be mindful and dedicate your energy to the, to the, to the right things right now. Cause like that's an important thing, but that's not the priority in the next 24 hours. Like the next 24 hours is you keeping on developing the content, spending your energy towards that, which is good. Right. You're recognizing that. So yeah. So it's yeah. Good getting work. the meat and potatoes and I can do, I can do the filler work later. Like I already have my own LLC. It's just a DBA, which like it's important, but it's not mm-hmm. crucial right now. So the meat and potatoes. The, the meat and potatoes. The, the meat and the sweet potatoes. Can you tell I'm a vegetarian? <laughs> There's some tofu on that bitch. I don't like tofu, man. I really don't. It's yeah. a texture, texture thing for me. I've tried it. One bad, but I mean. Also not great. Yeah. If we're, <laughs> <laughs> if we're doing comparative measures, I just I just got to stick with what, what's always worked for me. What always tastes good. It, it takes the flavor of what you put it with which is nice but dude it's it's still a texture thing for me which is weird because i had this conversation i talked to my mom a lot obviously and we had this conversation of i don't like mushrooms because of texture but i i will eat mussels oysters all day no problem no problem and those are just as slimy and and weird and and like rubbery love those things Mushrooms? No. Nope. Tofu? <laughs> Not a chance. If that's on the menu, it's coming off. Yeah. Well, mushrooms for me, it's been the same deal. I, I've always been turned off by them. I never liked them, but as I like slowly incorporated them into like certain meals that I've been having, like stir fry, for example, or like when it's like such a small element out of everything, mm-hmm. I don't mind them, but yeah, I wouldn't eat them a lot. Yeah. Uh, so are you, um, You've been Zooming with family and friends a lot or not really? Yeah, Zooming. Yeah. I was going to ask you because we had an Easter call. I was going to just ask you if, we, if I could just use the account because since it's above 40 minutes. Dude, use it. Yeah, don't even yeah. ask. Like, nah, Yeah, we've been using that and it, it's been good. It's, it's amazing how, uh, how families are just evolving right now in, this, in our world with technology because of the pandemic and it's, it's remarkable to see and it's good to connect with family that way and get everybody on. Mm-hmm. And we had our, our first call with our entire extended family like a few weeks ago and it like cut off after 40 minutes because someone was using the Zoom uh, beginners plane. And I was like, yep. everyone's like, what happened? And I, yep. <laughs> but if it's like 40 minutes comes around, it's like, man, I'm trying to move on with my days. Oh, sorry. We ran oh, out of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you look at that? <laughs> sorry, Ann yeah. Karen. It, I just have the free service. Sorry. He said ain't Karen. He said ain't Karen. <laughs> That's good. It's, I feel like it's somewhat died a little bit, the Zoom thing, but it's still pretty strong. Girl Zooms are the funniest, man. So it's like getting ready to go out now, right? So it's like now you're getting ready for your Zoom call. You got to pregame it. You got to get your, your glass that will hold a full bottle of wine. 
got to get your hair done, dude. Got to do your makeup, get the booty on the counter pick. And it's like, all right, now I can zoom. And then it's a picture of everyone and all, everyone's all dolled up and shit. Right. And then guys, it's just like, you haven't showered in four days, man. Like, you know, it's been kind of hanging on the couch. Yeah. Vast differences. We, uh, we it's had a process a, getting ready. It's a process. We had a, yeah, I'm glad I'm a dude. Just, it's, a, it, it's, it's always funny though. Just see how many different, like all these sports talk shows too. How everyone's just calling in from everywhere. How much mm-hmm. like TV's changing. And, yeah. It's great. It's nuts. I'm curious to see how long it takes things to go back to, well, if anything goes back to original. Is what it was pre-pandemic, you know. I've It'll seen be a some while. Things about, it depends on depends on from what aspect. Yeah, I've seen some things on people saying we shouldn't even shake hands afterwards. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get out of here with that. I'm gonna dap up my boys. I'm gonna shake hands with people. It tells me a lot. Like, ain't no bitch. I don't raise no bitch, Tim. But yeah, we'll see. I, I really hope that. By the first gyms can open, but I'm not so hopeful. Yeah, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that I think we'll be doing this for at least in another few months. I would say. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know what to do about it. I put my uh, my YMCA membership on hold for a few months. I'm probably going to do the same with LA Fitness because they're yeah. saying they're they're extending their. We just don't know at this point membership. I, I, I doubt it at this point that they'll until so, someone from a higher, like the president or I, I miss my gym, dude. I just really miss it. And I, I'm so, and this is another thing I was going to talk about today. Motivation for the at home workouts is it's hard and harder yeah. every day. Like it's getting tough. And I think part of that, I was trying to figure out like, why am I having a hard time to, Work out at home when I'm used to getting up at five five thirty to go to the gym and drive there, even if it's like ten degrees outside. And I realize I'm losing one of my pockets of peace. So you know, with like roommates, love my roommates, my friends, but you know, you have that pocket of peace where even though there's other people at the gym, when I go, I'm still by myself. Yeah. So it's like that has been kind of stripped from me to where there's still other things going around very close to me where it's hard to get, you know, you don't get that iron therapy, right? Just straight up. It's, it's different. And so I really yeah. miss, miss that aspect of it. I miss the freaking sauna too, man. Oh my God. Big, Dude. big sauna guy. Big sauna guy. You're going to make me tear up. No, <laughs> the, the thing is, no. We're I, crying over love- saunas. You feel private, like you feel to yourself because you're in your world with your headphone. But you do feel like a sense of connectivity with everyone around you because everyone there is in some different way doing the same thing as you. And it feel, mm-hmm. and like it's it's gratifying to be like in a place with people together who are also like working towards their goals. Like subconsciously, it puts me at peace to look at it from that way too. But yeah, it, it's it's all about like just it's it's what what the feelings that come over you when you walk into the gym. It's like the pocket of peace is created because it's, 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 it's like sanctuary. It's like a place mm-hmm. that is private. I, I, I'm trying to get through myself too here at home. Like 
try to build some type of like I'm trying to think of it, not really ritualistic style to it, but like something that makes it like unique to your time, like at home workout. Like for me, it's going down into my living room, opening up the the, the windows, the, these the sliding door out to the patio, and like letting the air just come through, like opening up the place to get like that fresh aspect. Get get the Amazon Echo going with the music, and like somehow just like simulate like certain things about the workout that make it so unique being a workout. And I guess everyone's environment is different. Like everyone's everyone got some people got roommates, some people. I mean, it just depends what your environment is, but you got to somehow make it unique, like special, I guess. Yeah. Switch it up, something something different that makes it makes it enjoyable, that sends you into that pocket again. Right, and I'll I'll try to go on more frequent frequent walks too, and yeah, that helps some. So I'll put a podcast on or something, but it's just it's not the juice I need. No, it's not the, need the juice, baby. I like hearing the the sound of of weight slamming together, slamming on the ground. You know, clank. Yeah, I love hearing that, and just yeah. there's grit in there, man. It like. 5:30 in the morning, 6 in the morning, dude, there's just there's hard people there and there was some like it's just that's one of the greatest feelings of like getting up, getting after it and knowing, okay, I beat a ton of people already and the sun is hardly up. And I beat the sun today. So I really hope for May 1st, but I'm not hopeful for May 1st. Yeah. But just got to take it one day at a time. Yeah, so I've been trying to do do a lot of push-ups. I'm like that's pretty. That's a very well-rounded exercise. Doing a lot of push-ups. I'll add. There's a lot of uh, alterations of push-ups too. There's chair push-ups. There's Mm -hmm. triangle push-ups. There's Mm -hmm. put your feet on top of your bed and do like decline push-ups on the ground. Yeah, I've been doing all all those shoulder shoulder push-ups. Crazy. Yeah. So messing with those. I have some small weights. I have some resistance bands. Using all that. Mm-hmm. It's just some days I'm like, man, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then I start doing it and I'm like, oh, I feel pretty good again. So yeah. that's when I'll put on uh, like some Rogan or something so I can work out while I listen to something. Cause I can't watch anything while you're working out. Just, it doesn't work. Do you have anything? Do you have room on your porch to work out? No. Oh, because no. of the, cha- the bench, the chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's room, like we have a decent backyard, but that'd be good if I had a kettlebell. Hey, but kettlebell somehow get one, get your hands on one. Expensive, bro. Expensive. Working on income, but yeah. So we'll see if if we're at another month, I'm gonna net up and buy two kettlebells. It's just it has to happen. Sometimes you gotta invest in your happiness. For me, it's yeah. getting a pull up bar. I need yeah, a pull up bar. I think I'm gonna get one of those too. I might do that. Yeah, it's one of those things where like uh, I'd, I'd rather save and invest that money, but at the same time, you're also investing in your happiness in a way. By yeah, no, absolutely. So it's good because yeah, the kettlebells would help give me an extra sense of I'm moving something heavier. Yeah. So yeah. the gratification. Yeah, we'll see if if gyms are not open come May. All right, putting out there, I'm going to buy some kettlebells. We'll probably look at kettlebell, kettlebell kings. Yeah, I'd probably look at Kettlebell Kings. I'd like some cheaper ones, but they're just quality. Yeah. So, y'all do those. Um, yeah, do some different mobility things, trying to stretch more. So just, you know, different stuff. It's just different right now. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, a little struggle there. 
but you know, could be worse. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat too. Just getting getting tired of only being able to work out from home. It's just all about doing something, at least one thing different every day. Yeah, something different, like switching up something, get get something. Whether it's the environment or some other thing you're using or type of music you're playing, you never know. For sure, for sure. Yeah, but no. We're in a new time. A lot of learning. Yeah, I got more reading to catch up on. My book notes. Time to read again. My mom got me a new book by uh, John Berardi. Founder of uh, called um, oh, oh Change Maker by Dr. Okay. John Berardi. Change Maker. Yeah, I haven't started it yet because I'm halfway through Tim Ferriss. I want to finish that first. That's a thick book. And he founded uh, John Berardi founded Precision Nutrition, which is where my mom got her nutrition coaching from. And I'm obviously biased, but. I would consider them like the only relatively close number two to nutrition coaching institute where I did mine from. Um, they're good. So I'm excited <clears throat> to start that, see what, what things I get from that and how that might help my coaching too. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. A lot of learning, dude. Time to learn and burn right now. So Yeah, that's good. But trying to make sure I stay like productive too. I'm not just mm-hmm. reading and reading, but I'm not doing – where I'm doing less. I want to make sure yeah. I keep it even. That's good. Yeah. Get, gotta have fun with what you're doing, right? Gotta have fun with what you're learning about. Facts, dude. Facts. Yeah. And if it's, it's like an important box to check. If I'm just not feeling the reading right now, I, I sit down and it's no, I think I should do this right now. I'll just switch. Well, Read later. Just switch. Yeah. It should like if and it's good to be dedicated to one book and like go through it, but you should always be open to to like reading short form stuff too, like articles and other stuff that may be applicable to what you're working on the next 24 hours. Like mm-hmm. something that's been working for me during this quarantine is like, I've been watching a lot more YouTube videos. So if I see something mm-hmm. in marketing, like something I've seen in marketing that could, I could apply in my job, I'll already just stop the video and I'll, that's what I'll work on part of my week for that in my job. Like something that you can apply right away. It's, it makes, it makes learning so much more fun when you know you're going to be applying like what you're learning, like exactly that day and something that's meaningful. So yeah. Yeah. So, so big takeaways, I'd say, you know, make sure there's meaning behind what, what we're doing every day, Ch- spice it up, somehow change something in the routine. If it's getting harder to keep up with, you know, maybe yeah. I need to change music or change a workout, something or another, um, or scent like light yeah. a different candle or something. You just never know. Yeah. I usually have my diffuser going too. I got it going right now. I got eucalyptus and lemongrass. Oh, nice flavor choices. Oh yeah. We're clearing the air. Nice. Um, I need to get my, so, going. so yeah, I, I think those things and just, you know, if you're not feeling it, don't, don't force it, do something else. Mm-hmm. If like you need to move and you're not feeling, you know, a, a hit workout, just go on a walk. So yeah, I think those are all good, good things that, you know, through us trying to fight our way through this this little detour here with this pandemic, I think those are good good starting points. Mm-hmm. When you learn something, apply it. Yeah, I like that a lot. My RLE was kind of struggling with the home workouts. Uh, what else do you want to add? Yeah, I mean, good transition to this. Like learning about stuff that you like, really love to read about and apply right away. I've been learning a lot more about like stocks and stuff. I've been, I've been enjoying reading about companies and like what makes them different. Like what, what good leadership looks like, what a good business 
process looks like. It's it's just cool learning about different companies and what makes them unique and looking at them from a financial standpoint, just following stuff that's going on about specific companies. I found it allows me to be like more connected with what's going on in the entire world in a way, which is, which has been really cool to look, look at and invest in different stuff. Cause I've been like my, my income from my writing, my, like my freelance writing, I've been just investing all that in the Robin hood app, which oh, is, nice. we talked about that on here before they've robbed you, you to give yeah, to themselves no, that before. Was, I, I forgave them. That was that was the one way. Oh, they're <laughs> forgiven. Oh, yeah. look at you. Big man Tim forgiving yeah, the app. Yeah, in case the people didn't know, their app shut down for a day, and a lot of people missed out on some gains that day. But besides that, it's 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 a very easy app to just invest in. Uh, and you people who are listening to this episode, you just got your stimulus check. You're just trying to trying to invest some more money. Head over to my Instagram bio link and use my Oh, my God. <laughs> My referral link is in the bio if you want to use it. So, oh, any other plugs, Tim? No. <laughs> Anything else to benefit you? <laughs> no, I'm trying to benefit other people because I'm, yeah. I'm actually giving people four stocks that, that that I've been investing in the last couple of weeks. That if you're just looking for a place to start, these are trusted companies that have been around for a while, have strong balance sheets, have because the thing about right now is. We're, we're like the economy's been down like the, the stock market's been down because of the pandemic obviously but it's like it's just a great bu- buying opportunity in general because everything's trading at a discount so like the companies that i just want to talk about here these are companies that are survivable companies pe- companies that have strong balance sheets like i don't want to get too deep into the weeds about it but i had the the yahoo finance app you can just go in and look like pull up a company's balance sheet and look at how much cash did they have last quarter and then go over their income statement and look at what were their operating expenses for the quarter? And if they have more cash and operating expenses, you know they're, they're a very healthy company and have the ability to survive um, just the lower sales that are going to ensue in the, these next several quarters because of the pandemic. Like the companies that have cash and the ability to pay off their debts are just strong financially. They can separate themselves from other companies in their industry just because they're bigger. And that's what a lot of these And when you're are. doing that, are you also, I don't know how soon some companies make it available, but same cash and expenses, but then we've had the last, what, since January where a lot of people are operating less, so they'll have less cash coming in. Right. Are you kind of accounting for that well, too? Yeah, and it, it gives you a snapshot of just what, what their financial health is. Like what are, what are their capabilities based on – because the amount of cash they have, like that's, that's how much they that are currently sitting in their account. So that mm-hmm. kind of gives you a general mm-hmm. projection of – in the next like quarter, like, do we have enough cash to cover our expenses to generate those sales that are going to be down? So yeah. I, and you also got to look at companies like like companies like Walmart. They they brought on fifty thousand new workers in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, like that that's a good sign that in a company when they're hiring people right now, Walmart's been up like crazy. I invested in Walmart when I heard that news. As soon as I realized, I mean, mm. that just the general like health indicators like that. Um, Amazon's hiring still too. Mm-hmm. Amazon, yeah, Amazon hired a lot of people. Yeah, and Amazon is obviously one of the safest investments out there. It's just, I mean, we all know why that is. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, good, so. though, because I think yeah, there's going to be a lot of financial opportunity mm-hmm. because of this. Which, like, now it's hard for people, but there's going to be some doors opening mm-hmm. where this will make some people for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. And the first company that I've been investing in is heavily is Coca-Cola. Uh, mm. Just because of the reason I described very strong balance sheet. Um, they're obviously uh, they're three times the size of their next largest competitor in the industry they're in, which is the, the global non-alcoholic rated drink market, which mm. I mean, that type of market, we all know it's, it's very easy to like grow and get bigger really quick. And so a company like Coca-Cola, they're well established to the point where they can take advantage. And they also acquired a company called Costa back in, uh, if I'm pronouncing that right, in August, 2018, which uh, allowed them to, it's the, it, they make coffee drinks, like the non-carbonated coffee drinks. So they bought okay. a company like that. So they've been investing in that. Interesting. Uh, and then, and then another company that I'm pretty familiar with is Johnson Johnson. I'm yeah. also, I've also hey. been heavily into Johnson Johnson just because, um, strong balance sheet. Uh, they, they have three different sectors, uh, medical device, uh, pharmaceuticals, and then like consumer staples, uh, because they're in those different, like, avenues they're positioned very well to just dominate against their competitors coming out of a recession because they they have the strong balance sheet and they they can do all that different stuff there and mm-hmm. cover them. um and then another one that i the third one is chevron which is an oil Ooh, company yeah uh, so chevron them and x like you can't go wrong with either chevron or exxon because they're both just major players in that industry but chevron is the lowest cost producer of oil at $50 a barrel. So they, they have systems in place where they're going to be pumping this stuff out and they're going to be able to take advantage of oil prices like when, when they're favorable mm-hmm. um, just because they can produce it at such a lower cost. And I'd, I'd say it's the best bet out there out of the major oil companies. So Chevron, I've, I've been investing in. All these stocks I'm, I've been talking about, they're trading at a discount right now because the market went down. These, yeah. these are very opportunistic times to buy them. What did a contract for Chevron cost you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I, I think I got in at $81. Per share? Stock? No, yeah, a contract. Sure. So, okay. So, damn. All right. $81, sure. It's not bad. Yeah, let me, let me pull it up right now about where it was trading before. But, yeah, a lot of these. So, I'm not buying these... a full contract yet, but, yeah, might as well start buying some uh, slowly if I can, for sure. Yeah, so I, I, I bought it at $81 per share. And, like, I mean, it had been traded at 120 like, a few years ago. So, like, it, it's, it's going to come back up when the oil prices are favorable. And, mm. yeah. So, those, those are the top three stocks that I've kind of been, pull, like, buying the most shares out of, out of all the, the stocks that I own. But I, based on research about what I've read about their balance sheets and different stuff that the analysts are saying, those are the three ones. I mean, you can't go around with a lot of companies right now, but those are just some three ones that if you're looking to just invest, like get, just get some beginner investing going and looking for some quick companies to own. Those are, those are great companies. Yeah. And, and stuff that's like necessary too. Right. So like things we know will go back up. We need oil. It's going to go up. Like we need oil. Mm -hmm. I also think airlines too. Uh, I haven't looked in the last week, but airlines, it's going to take a lot longer. Cruise ships take a lot longer, but down for a long game. So yeah, Eventually that'll go up. And then when it does, if you get enough at the right, right price and it goes up, eventually people are going to start vacationing again. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get back to, to the major things. It'll take a while, but you know, it could be next year. Yeah. That's a great yeah. point. Like the cruise companies like Carnival. I mean that that's trading at like $10 a share right now. And while I is it that low? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, <gasps> I bought, I, I actually, I actually bought it. I, I bought it at 12. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I'm definitely buying the, some. That's the, that's the thing about those is like they're not going to go up and significantly in the next year, but like in the next like three years, once mm. like in 2021 is kind of when I see that becoming normal again. Mm. If you buy it now, like over the next three years, you, you'll get a really good return on it because it's eventually yeah. it's eventually going to go back up. Not as quick as some of the other like staples, like stuff. We sure. Need. Sure. But yeah, it's, I mean, and it's, it, it, who knows? It might go down more, but like, when is it ever going to be this cheap again in like the next 10 years? Like if you're really buying it for the long haul, like this is a good time to buy those type. Of and, ones. and thing about, so think about Johnson Johnson or, you know, whether it's J and J or even, oh nuts. Why can I not think of us? Uh, Cintas. Your company, oh, yeah, com- yes. companies like those, for the sole purpose of because didn't you guys also sell like the container for if there was a hand sanitizer dispenser on the wall, like where say you push your hand, dude, don't you, you make say, those? Yeah, yeah. so like, you talk about Centos. Centos is exactly what you're describing. Like, yeah, so I would, I would get in. I mean, that's already probably gonna go up fairly soon, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, if you can get that on a good steal now, because look, in the future, people are going to be a lot more careful. I don't know when we lost our personal hygiene, first off, you nasty freaks, but people are going to start having that in their office buildings, like shit, maybe their own cubicles where they have a dispenser, you know, where you can always just have it on hand. So I could see that becoming a new thing. So like small add-ons like that is going to drive prices up because like that, that's quantity of, of, product yeah two uh two companies that i've invested in uh procter and gamble and clorox those are two Mm. companies that i i believe will be will definitely benefit off of what exactly you're saying and like walgreens cvs like just like people are just going to be a lot more health conscious and yeah yeah, like johnson johnson with the consumer stuff yep good point yeah and like first person who comes out with like self-disinfecting airpods yeah yeah like you put them in the case you close it you hit a little switch and it has a quick little and just like swishes them real fast so they're waterproof yeah dude that's gonna happen but different time man i'm yeah i'm interested to see where we go but i'm ready to god i'm ready to go out and just shoot pool again too like just want to go do some things you just cut out. Say that again. Oh, I said I just want to go shoot pool again too, man. Cut I want to shoot pool. I want to do some things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same. Like I know we got to bunker down, but damn, Felicia. It is time. Yeah. Hey, if you're, if you're trying to play pool, we, we, you have those little iMessage games. <laughs> oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that one, the pool one is fun though. You should, have you played it? No, what is that? Uh, what's it called? Um, I think I know what you're talking I'll, about. I'll I'll send it to you. All right. Yeah. All right. Later on. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. I play I play euchre still on my phone. Euchre 3D. Okay. Because like you know we have three here, so we don't have four, so we can't get a real game going. And so I'll play I'll play euchre. Wheel and deal on some schmucks. But good game. Yeah. <sighs> All right, man. Uh, let's get uh let's get down and nerdy with it. Let's get some book talk going. Okay, but. Yeah, so I'm still, yeah, I'm still in uh, Tim Ferriss four hour work week. So I'm about halfway done with that. 
yeah, it's a big one, but I, I like it. There's a lot of really good things, um, in, and it would it would probably benefit me better when I am bigger, because it's about a lot of auto, um, automation, really kind of replacing yourself with the business, so you can step away and do other things. So one of the big things I just finished reading there was a section on elimination. So say you're running a big company or you know, mid-size still where you're getting pinged all the time for something, email, phone calls, meetings, and it's a lot of lower level stuff where you should be dealing with high dollar emergencies, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. one of the things, get a virtual assistant, you know, whether mm-hmm. it be US and Canada or overseas in India, where there are good big VA firms where they can get you assistance. And he talks about, you know, you're not going to have the perfect one right away, but make sure you have a team because if one person yeah. goes down and they don't send your work to someone else, it's like, then your work's not done. So having a team, they can spread out the work. People specialize in certain things. They can respond to emails. They can set up lunch meetings, phone calls, all that, all that jazz. And you don't have to do all that small time stuff. You can save hours per week on more important things where that time is worth a lot more in terms of dollars rather than what your time is worth to schedule a lunch meeting. Mm -hmm. And he made the good point that if they are overseas, they can be working while you're sleeping. So productivity is always rolling because of time change. So they're emailing, you're asleep, you wake up, all those things are done, new list, and it's just constant wheel. So which was a really cool, cool way to see how, you know, as you go through, then you understand more the essence behind why it's called the four hour work week. So that was, we've talked before about staying productive, not busy. You know, what are you doing with your time? Not how much time did you spend on that one thing? Just because something Mm -hmm. took you three hours doesn't mean it's important. Mm -hmm. And so then, yeah, you talked about eliminating meetings, you know, unless like you have to be in a meeting which if you do, then set an end time. Don't leave it open-ended. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this needs to be concluded by 3 p.m. We're yeah. out. And just kind of small things where you start to put those in place, people start to understand. You know, Mitigate your phone calls by having two different phones, one for one work, one's personal. The personal is for emergency only. Like someone better be done. Mm-hmm. And so it's – kind of things that you you see and think of, but the way he applies them, he just has a different application to where it makes a lot more sense and tell and shows you how you can work not even close to 40 hours and have a multi-million dollar business still. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's very intriguing of a read. I really like it a lot. And like I said, I, I think it'll help me more when I'm bigger, but for now it's just, it's putting things in my mind of, okay, this is efficient. This is not. Is this mandatory? No. Okay. Let's move on. So just even small things like that applicable at any level. So that's how I'm kind yeah. of applying that. Yeah. Good. good read, man. I really like, I really like this book a lot. Good. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. And part of that, part of building that team is that's part of the learning process. You're, you're not going to get the higher right the first time, but you, you, as you go through the hiring process, you really need to learn about the type of people you like, the type of people that don't support your vision. And you want people on your team that you can empower to make the, the prudent decisions that you would also make. Cause you can't make the decision forever that you don't, you don't have the time to. 
but you right. can establish that relationship with your team members to where you guys feel that connection enough. They know the way you think, but they can also incorporate that into like their communication style and carry it out for you. Cause that's, that's a big thing. And you're not going to get it right the first time. It's, it's not going to go perfect. Yeah. And, and a big thing he said, especially if you have any assistant uh, of some sort, but especially where there could be some sort of a language barrier or, you know, where their English might not be as good, you know, make sure that your instructions are to a second grade reading level. And there's no other interpretation that they can have after they read what you want them to do. There should yeah. only be a single interpretation. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's good just in terms of any sort of leadership position to where any how, many, type. That's yeah, fact. how fact. many times does someone like, wait, so does he want it like this? I was kind of unclear. There should be a single way to interpret it, interpret what you want someone to get done, employee, exactly. assistant, whatever. And I saw that and I was like, that is one of the most beneficial things I've read to date. <laughs> yeah. I, I am a nerd about making step-by-step -step instructions. So I, like, <laughs> I, 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 love the, I love the screenshot application of the computer where you can like screenshot things. I think it's the greatest thing ever created. Because, uh, yeah, I'm kind of you, – you need to make sure that people know how to do your job if you're not there. That's obviously the point of this. And that's something that I've been doing at my marketing job is teaching people how to post – on Facebook Marketplace. So creating a step by step mm. structure on screenshots, click here. Like you're not oh, like yeah. you're not you're not making them it's not when you say second grader, you're not making them feel like a second grader, but you're explaining it in a way that anybody can comprehend, which is a good like which is a good thing. You want because some people may be savvy with computers, some people may not be. Like yeah. it's gotta be something that's universal among someone who's in second grade or someone who is a a thirty year old who is yeah. You can read it. Build so. your manuals like Ikea. I got to give them credit. I hate putting together their shit, but they make mm. great they do. manuals. Like they it do. is very simple. Like, you know, you might have to look at a few different pieces a couple times, but outside of that, there's really no other way to put those things together. You'll know pretty quick. Mm -hmm. I've done it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Uh, but yeah, so I really, really am into this book right now. Um, yeah, super beneficial. So good. Be interested. Yeah. When the time comes where I need like an assistant at some point, I would think about that, but we'll see wherever all of this is at when that time comes. Right. One Having step assistant at a time. would be would be dope though. He talks yeah. about he talks about messing with people with your assistant too. Like have them call like a boss or something where uh they're just going on in their own language and your boss doesn't have a clue what they're saying and just messing with people. <laughs> and like sending uh joke emails to your friends i'm like I, don't give me that out because i would do that way too much <laughs> that's hilarious set up a lunch with someone you don't like oh yeah i'll meet you in gary oh <laughs> <laughs> gary for a park lunch so what you uh what are you into yeah so as i've been devoting a lot more of my time to creating those action plans and going back through my notes um, i've been going back through a lot of old material and past books that I read five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. And one of them is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen mm -hmm. Covey. Rest in peace. Uh, so he talks about in his book, two human gifts that we all have, no matter where you are, who you at, what you're doing, how much money you're making, that allow us to be proactive, sorry, proactive and exercise our personal leadership that's within us. 
Um, and he says, these two gifts that we have, the first one is imagination. We can visualize the uncreated worlds that, and potential that lie within us. Because like, you can't step into anything unless you can imagine that you can do it. Like whether, I mean, whether it's any goal in life, you got to be able to imagine. So he says, that's the first thing. So being able to imagine that and what that means is not only visualizing that throughout your day, like taking time to yourself to really just close your eyes, meditate, do anything that allows you to visualize. Everybody should dedicate that time in their day, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes to imagine what you want to be and like create that vision of yourself. So that way, when you open your eyes and go on throughout your day, you can, you can dedicate every action of your day to to in some way that contributes to that visualization that created for yourself. So that's the Mm -hmm. first thing is imagination. And the second one is conscious. So he says we can come into contact with universal laws or principles um, that allow us to use these things to our benefit. So just to go specific on that, uh, there's so much knowledge out in the world for us. Like we could be in a quarantine and it, it sucks to not be able to go out and like interact with people and like have have a networking coffee meeting or something like that. It sucks mm-hmm. to not be able to do that, but we have everything we need. As long as you have a Wi-Fi connection, internet connection, like you have access to so much information and, and connection with people. Like <clears throat> we've we've seen it with Zoom and different stuff like that. There is information out in the world that you can convert to something that you want to assume for yourself. Like if you want to become something in this world, if you want to become a nutrition coach. Like there's information at your fingertips at all times that you can convert what your desires are, what your goals are into something that's actually real. Like we have the ability to do that. So 100%. That, that was just a good reminder from his book when he's the conscience asset aspect of it. Like you can imagine things like you can, you can tell yourself you want all, all this, this big house and whatever your goals are. But like, if you don't have the conscious to, to take the available information you have and convert it into that, like, Unless you, I mean, if that's something you really want to do, you're wasting your time if you're not utilizing those two gifts that like you, everybody has, which is imagination and conscious. So that was, right. that was a good thing that I got from that. And actually doing it, it sounds like, it's like, you know, yeah. you, you imagine, you plan, and then you have to actually do it. So you have to read those articles. You have to take those online quizzes or, you know, test yourself. Do I remember this? Do I know this? And not just remember it. So, yeah. you know, whether it's nutrition or, learning how to do heart surgery on YouTube. I don't know, but you know, <laughs> ch- changing a tire, you know, someone's going to try to slice someone after all this. Yeah. I learned in 30 days guys. Yeah. Another yeah. micro example. MD me. You want to <laughs> cut your hair? You're tired of all these barbers closed out here. Go on YouTube and learn how to cut your own hair. Do it. Oh, I'm a gambling man, Tim. I'm not that much <laughs> of a gambling man. I think I'm, I'm a self-proclaimed pretty boy only with my hair. <laughs> I was thinking a new style at some point, like maybe just like get this long, short and upset. I don't know, but I still need something, but I'm going to let it ride for now. So if it's another 30 days, it's another 30 days. It'll get interesting. Um, But yeah, and and that's the thing where, and what Jocko talks about is the discipline equals freedom, right? So going from imagination to consciousness to just doing it, reading it, reading that thing, studying those, those whatevers, uh, to, to full comprehension. And, you know, if you're disciplined, then, you know, you'll create that business. You'll make that podcast. You'll do blah, blah, blah. And you'll accomplish X, Y, Z. So I like that a lot because yeah, there's, you know, 
a lot of people imagine. I've been guilty of it, where you imagine something's just going to happen because it's you. Oh yeah, we all just because all it's been. you. Because I'm yeah. that fucking awesome. <laughs> the the universe shit out of diamond when I came along, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's not the case. So now it's it's the understanding of yeah, look, you gotta you gotta kill what you want to eat. So that's what we're we're facing now. So ooh, reminds me, I need to reach out to a few editors for some freelance jobs, job feels. But yeah, so I like that separation of the two where each is beneficial, but. You know, you, you can't just do the imagination. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of visualization. And I truly believe in that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has <clears throat> the ability to, to define goals for themselves. To, yeah. To dream bigger than what they're dreaming currently. Like, everyone has that gift. But, like, it's also the other gift where you have the ability to consciously outline a game plan in, mm-hmm. in a framework. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Interesting time, but a lot of opportunity in this this time right now. There really there's is. A, there's a lot of lot of golden opportunity right now. People are gonna come out of this really making it. So yeah, just trying to keep up. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep up. Oh my gosh! What? Okay, soggy sorrows. This is a, a section I'm I'm copying from. Pardon my take. So something <laughs> fortunate happened to me this weekend. Okay. Uh, involving a trick shot. Oh my gosh, dude. I couldn't believe it. Okay, so what what I've been doing is I've been working on a trick shot in my living room. Like golf trick shots? Yeah, with a ping okay. pong ball. I hit it onto the ping pong table from like 15 yards away. Or it's more like 10 yards. It hits a ping pong paddle, and then it's supposed to go into a, a red solo cup. So it, it's, it's supposed to ricochet off the ping pong paddle, go into the cup. I've been hitting it towards it. So that's what I've been working on for like a week now. And I always set up my phone in the chair that's right next to the ping pong table so I can get a good view of it. So mm-hmm. it's placed right behind the cup so you can see it from far away, me hitting towards the camera. So I put the, the photo behind it. I always set it up in the chair and I always press like the video record to play just so I can catch it on video. Yeah. So I was shooting at it on Saturday and I was like doing some other things. I was making my breakfast. I was kind of distracted, but taking like time to just also work on the, the shot my camera was set up and i had i had recorded it once but i had also stopped it to like do a new one so i thought i had started it i ended up hitting the shot but i walked around to get the the camera to to, to save the video mm-hmm. and my my phone it had run out of battery and said gave me the 10 percent remaining message oh so, so it stopped the video and it was not recording after me doing trying this trick shot for a week and i like you didn't even make the shot dude don't even lie to me about that i wanted to just cry like i literally i literally put my my hands in my face and like pulled my hair back and i, I was like about to cry i was like are you serious <laughs> <laughs> and no one like no one was around either obviously and no one believes you and it sucks dude it, like nothing is worse than just being by yourself and like just come to the realization that you hit that you can't show anybody. No, no one will ever see it. Yeah, but so, yeah. That, that so is that uh, this week's new mission? Get that again. Yeah, and it, it it does help to know that I can hit it now. Like seeing it going once, like it I is possible. It. Yeah, so I'll get it. <laughs> but yeah, funny story. God, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. On Saturday. But, all right. How many times do you have to go pee during all those tries? Oh, a lot. I mean, this, 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 <laughs> I told you it's a, a week long project. So uh, yeah. 
man. All right, dude. You got anything else for this this episode? Yeah, that's enough of my sad stories. Yeah, I'm good. Episode one twenty five. I saw this thing that your lips don't touch until you hit one million. If you count from zero to one million. Oh really? Yeah, I'm wow. on that this week. Okay, there you go, listeners. All right. Oh, man. That's Boom. nice. That should, wanna... that should be our clip to advertise the episode. <laughs> that should? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where did I see that? Saw that today. Yeah, no, I saw nice. that today. That, uh, that, yeah, your lips don't touch until you hit the number one million when you're counting. Yeah. So I started idea. counting, then I'm like, I'm not counting past 10. I believe it. <laughs> ah, there, go, there goes my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? Blake, so what did you get done this weekend? Counted from zero to a million. I confirmed <laughs> something. <laughs> I love it. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Head on over to iTunes. Uh, give us a five-star rating and review. Let us know what kind of topics you want us to cover, what kind of people you want us to reach out to to get on the show. We love hearing from you. Then DM us on Instagram at Off the Dome Radio and uh, let us know that you did leave that review. Give us a good physical mailing address, not an email. We get that too. And we will send you a free laptop sticker on us. And until next time, enjoy your Tuesday. Thank you.